Hey there. Welcome to the Open Table Podcast. My name's Unique, and I'm the host of this show. I'm so glad you could stop by because guess what? You're here for a reason. This is a safe space for young adults to have open and candid conversations about various topics that impact our lives. We're here to share experiences, knowledge, and nuggets of wisdom. From life itself and relationships to starting careers and personal development, we talk about it all here. I truly hope to foster growth in a community with all of you listening. This podcast will bring transparency to the conversation. Welcome to the Open Table Podcast. Thank you so much for being here um, on the podcast. So tell the listeners like who you are, um, what you're currently doing in life, where you're from, um, just things like that. Okay. So um, I'm Leslie Rodriguez. I am 26 years old. Um, I graduated from Houston Baptist University with my bachelor's in nursing. Um, And I'm actively working um, at Am I supposed to say where? <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> um, I'm working at a Methodist hospital and on a surgical floor. So I'm very happy that I'm finally working. Yeah. And, you know, working in, in what I worked so hard for in a college. So, yeah, yeah. Because I know for a fact that, like, I remember seeing you and everyone else in their scrubs every day going off to <laughs> like clinicals or observ- observerships. I can't even say it right. <laughs> And so y'all, y'all definitely put in a lot of work and I'm sure it was, it was worth every, every bit of it. So, oh, yeah. 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 So I wanted to ask you, um, so mm-hmm. you are a nurse. I also, I didn't mention that before, but yes, Leslie is a nurse. Um, and what, why did you choose that route? Like what made you choose nursing and were there any other routes that you considered along the way, um, in college? Yeah, well, when I, uh, started college I mean I knew I wanted to further my education and I knew that I wanted to help people and and for me specifically that was in medicine I didn't know exactly what that would look like you know mm-hmm. if it was like nursing or becoming like a doctor PA or something like that mm-hmm. but I thought um, nursing has a lot of versatility mm-hmm. and I can always um, either go back to school or um, do something different that's not always at bedside if Mm -hmm. that wasn't what I liked. So um, what I just went into nursing and I said, God, (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. Jesus, take the wheel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You know, and um, I I just knew that I wanted to help people. And I knew that nursing would be a good way um, to do that. And not only just a hospital setting, but also like either like mission trips or with my family or people that you know, I know that need a little bit of um, a nurse in their life, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure you get it from your family all the time. Like, oh, you're going to take care of me and yes. <laughs> all the time. Oh, <laughs> but now yeah. you, you really can. So yeah. um, that's great to hear that, like, you you really have that attitude of wanting to help people and serve people and, and, and just, 
you know, that that's honestly the best, the best part about being in the medical field is that you're really there to help people. And that's something that I really look forward to, like as a future doctor. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows, we might be working side by side. Yes, I'm excited for you. I'm always rooting for you, Unique. Thank you. Thank you. So as you know, everyone knows we've been in a whole pandemic panoramic, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) So like, how has this been, this experience been for you working on the front lines as a healthcare worker? Um, You know, have you been like exposed to any COVID patients or have you been working in any other areas of the hospital? What has that been like for you? So um, like I said, I work on a surgical floor and mm-hmm. my floor was actually the first one to admit a COVID patient or a rule out COVID patient. We call okay. them PUIs, like patient under investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the only reason that we um, accepted like the first PUI was because we had a room with negative pressure that was available. So it wasn't even that we were prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, we we kind of just took them in and and you know, we, it was the beginning. So we had plenty of N95s, plenty of like, yeah. you know, the, the coverings for you, the plastic coverings for your clothes. Mm-hmm. I didn't take care of that patient, but after that we started, I, I guess management thought it was a good idea to keep the surgical floor clean. And they mm-hmm. made another, I think three or four units into COVID units. And those got pretty full wow. pretty quickly. And so because everything else was COVID, every other patient was sent to my floor. Mm. So I'm used to drains and bleeding cuts, you know, a lot of, mm-hmm. you know, surgery, surgery patients. Yeah. And I started getting stroke patients, heart attack, you know, um, CHF, like a lot of different kinds of things that I don't see every day. So mm-hmm. it really tested my nursing knowledge. Yeah. Because even though I was fresh out of school and I knew like a lot of what I was seeing, I didn't practice it, you know, mm-hmm. as much as I did my surgery um, patients. So that was hard. And but another thing was that also it was a lot of new hires when I got hired. It was like five on my floor. Mm-hmm. So when we started, I guess I don't want to say we had the stronger immune system, but there was a point where there were, I counted up to 18 nurses that were like sick or out with COVID. Wow. And some of them were like the older, more experienced nurses. Mm-hmm. So whenever we got to the floor, we would see each other and be like, hey, you know, we're working with my buddy, you know, the people mm-hmm. I started with. And then we would panic a little bit because we're like, wait, yeah. there's no older nurses. You right. Know? to guide the, us. The ex- more experienced ones that can like, yes, you know. And it was, <laughs> It was, I don't want to say it was like dangerous because I don't think so. I think we were very well prepared and had really great preceptors mm-hmm. and, and we were, and we were confident, but just the fact that it was like kind of newbies, you know, like one mm-hmm. to two years experience and we had 36 patients, you know, all under our care. Wow. And then at one point I remember some of our charge nurses, which work as resource nurses for whenever mm-hmm. we have questions or we can't get something um, figured out. They were sick or they were out. So it was just. Oh my gosh. Us. Yeah. So that That's was kind of scary. <laughs> it, it was scary. I'm not going to yeah. lie. Sometimes I was like, what, what are we going to do? You know, there was always other nurses on other floors. 
Yeah. You know, but they were in the COVID units. They were taking care of their patients, which I'm sure they were taking on a whole new set of challenges and they were scared for their people. So mm-hmm. we didn't want to be the ones calling every five seconds to like, hey, what do we do with this patient? What do we do this with this patient? Yeah. So I remember we would always like, we would take care of our patients and then we'd come back and huddle and be like, hey, this is going on with my patient. Like, like critically think like together. I almost think it was like a football team when they do huddle. And then they're like, <laughs> okay, break, you know, we would be yeah. like sharing like what's going on with each other's patients. Like mm-hmm. try to think like, what can we do? What, how can we help? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, we would, we always had doctors on call or nurse practitioners. So we weren't totally al- alone which was, you know, made that's me good. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't just us, but it was a lot of a nursing judgment that, you know, had mm-hmm. to be done. And we grew a lot yeah. in that time because um, I remember that we had to rely on each other for one, taking care of all these people Two, Sometimes they would send new ones and we would have to, you know, like assign them to different nurses or, mm-hmm. um, help out do a lot of teamwork Mm -hmm. and um I remember that there was there's been like two waves of COVID so after the first one the charge nurses that had like recovered from COVID came back and they're like wow you guys are doing so well like y'all aren't asking me questions anymore like what happened (laughs) (laughs) and we're like we had to grow up you know yeah you know really think about things on our own and start um actually being a full-on nurse like I, yeah. I tell other people I'm not a baby nurse anymore I feel like I'm <laughs> a baby I, nurse <laughs> I started running now so I know how to walk yeah so that's good yeah it was it was a lot it was very scary very challenging mm-hmm. but I think we all grew from it which I'm very grateful we're yeah. a great team you know to be able to go through that with them so that's awesome yeah. so like I know it was like challenging along the way but like what kept you going um during your hardest days at the job well I definitely never picked up overtime (laughs) (laughs) I really you know it working 12 hours long shifts yeah takes a lot out of you and Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really thought about how that would work when I was in still in college Mm -hmm. but but you know you you wake up you you know, kind of pause your life, go and take on a whole new set of, you know, problems. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, and when you work in the medical field, it's not just looking at a body and, you know, labs and trying to figure out what works best for them, but it's like, you're looking at their spirit, at their soul. Yeah. And that needs a lot of healing too. Wow. And, you know, when we're there, we put pause on all our problems, go over there. And I'm not saying that we go solve problems, but we have to encourage uh, or like cultivate um, some kind of healing environment, not just physically, mm-hmm. but, you know, like holistically. Yeah. So it, it was, it was tough because also we didn't have any visitors. So these people were very lonely, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because They're, of like COVID restrictions and stuff like that. Right. And mm. there was, people couldn't talk to their families as you know they couldn't get a hug whenever they got a bad diagnosis it was I mean it was tough for me but it was a lot Mm -hmm. more tough you know for them yeah um 
but I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick up overtime because I thought <laughs> it's already, you know, taking so much out of me doing mm-hmm. my three shifts in a row, you know, and, and then having to come back and then re- resume everything that's going on in right. my life. Um, but besides that, I, I w- went to the gym. I distracted myself, you know, I let, mm-hmm. you know, all that energy go. I spent time, you know, definitely going to church as much as I could. And then for a while, yeah. just, just do online stuff. Online you know, church. Sure that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make sure that my prayer life was strong because I sure needed yes. it, you know, and yeah. spending time with my family, my boyfriend and my friends, you know, well, some of them, it had to be through Zoom for a while, but mm-hmm. um, it was just really talking stuff out and, yeah. you know, kind of being in a mindset of, okay, I'm going to work and then, okay, I'm going to rest mm. and having to keep that separate, even though right. it's really hard not to bring, you know, home, work, home, to work and then work to home. But I tried my best to separate it. And I think that worked for me because yeah, <laughs> right now. <laughs> that's good and I like I feel like that's it's good that you've been able to figure that out so early on in your career um because I know like I feel like some people would be like super I don't know over the top overachievers trying to like get over time and like get more experience like but you have to realize that like your body can only take so much and you don't want to overwork yourself until the point where you just can't do anything anymore until you get burnt Mm -hmm. out and burnout is a real thing. And (laughs) yeah, you want to avoid it at all costs because I mean, it can really impact your work performance and then just so many other areas and aspects of your life. Um, One thing I I remember you mentioning was, um, you know, your prayer life and like how um, you really had to, you know, put in extra work when it came to, you know, praying Mm -hmm. and like your relationship with God. Um, And speaking of relationships, how did um, your new career impact your relationships with like your family, your friends, your spiritual life? Um, How did it impact it? Like being gone for like so many hours and, Mm -hmm. you know, did you get to hang out with people as often or what, what was that like for you? It was definitely different. I was a little uh, fearful of like maybe like losing friends because mm. I started on day shift, but ultimately my um, my job was night shift. So okay. when I did, you know, when I was about to start night shift, I was scared that, okay, I'm going to be sleeping all day. I'm going to lose all the time I have to talk, you know, mm. to my, I'm really close to my family. So like I, I talked to them, I vent to them and everything. And, and I was scared that I wasn't going to be able to spend so much time with them because they would be asleep or like, you know, mm-hmm. go out with my friends. But it actually worked out. I think it, I sleep a lot better. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it sounds like off, but because I know that I need to sleep during the daytime, like I, mm-hmm. I've gotten so much better at planning stuff out that it works yeah. out for me. So Like I already know that these three days I'm going to sleep during the day, go to work. (laughs) And then when I'm off, I spend the whole day like kind Mm -hmm. of resting, getting ready to like start the next day, whether it be setting up, you know, like a breakfast date with my mom or Mm -hmm. with some friends. But it made me so much better at planning And some of my friends are going to hear this and be like, no, she's not. (laughs) I think I I, have gotten a lot better at planning because I, I, 
everything is a lot more intentional now. It's not just happening by chance. Yeah. So um, I, I definitely did, you know, I don't want to say lose, but like grew apart from some friends just because, mm-hmm. you know, like in nursing school, you see each other every day and yeah. you're in classes doing the same Hanging out all the time, always together. Yeah. <laughs> and now a lot of my nursing friends are in different jobs, you know, yeah. and some moved away and I don't get to see them as often as I wish I could, but you know, messages here and there. And mm-hmm. especially with COVID, it's hard to meet up with people because you don't want yeah. to put anybody in danger. And mm-hmm. I remember at the very beginning, I really, really didn't want to see anybody because I thought maybe I could be carrying the virus and, mm-hmm. you know, because you're you're around patients all the time and yes and never know. yeah they would swab them and then we wouldn't know the result until like two three days later yeah. and did you yeah. ever like get tested like more often because I feel like some people say they get tested maybe once a month or once a week like did that impact you to where you were like so I guess anxious about that that you were frequently getting tested we did have surveillance testing, so I had to go get tested once a month. Um, okay. But I wasn't anxious about it. I just looked at it as a way to prevent the spread and to mm. keep my family safe and, you know, other patients safe. And I tried to do my part and, you know, using the PPA, PPE that was um, appropriate for my patients. But sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard because, you know, you're all up in a patient's face trying to start yeah. an IV. And they don't have any symptoms, but I go to the computer, I check the labs and it's positive, you know, mm-hmm. and that happened a lot of times. And wow. it's kind of, you try your best, but you could only do so much. Yeah, that is, that's pretty scary. But, you know, I, I'm so glad that you're still here to be able to talk about your experience. And, um, you know, we're getting close to the end, like this will be over, hopefully sooner than sooner than later. But yeah. um looking back, what was one of your most memorable experiences as a nurse? Uh, this Panasonic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think, like I said, that time where there was no seasoned nurses around, mm, yeah. you know, and I was, I've, I've worked, I work with great people and mm-hmm. the girls I work with, um, the ones I'm closest to started at the same time I did. I think watching each other grow and get confident in our skills Mm -hmm. was very valuable to me. And those moments where we were freaking out, not knowing what was happening, you know, because sometimes I think about it and I'm like, (laughs) I think about the patients as my kids. I don't have any (laughs) kids, (laughs) but I think about it. Like I need to know everything that's going on with them, you know, and Mm -hmm. And I try to be proactive and, and guess the next step on with them. And I think a lot of those skills uh, developed during the that time where there was no older nurses to tell me, hey, mm-hmm. look at the big picture. Look at what's going to happen next. I feel like most of that growth happened when yeah. nobody was there. And we all had to rely on each other, mm-hmm. help each other out with certain things. And I think it's just... Um, that that teamwork that bond that grew while we were mm-hmm. taking care of people yeah that I, to me that's the most memorable thing yeah. like COVID kind of gave you guys that little push that you needed oh yeah it was a big push <laughs> a bit more like a shove <laughs> yeah yeah so um 
I want to ask you this. Speaking of COVID, um, I know that we're, I'm just going to claim it, we're, we're nearing the end of this pandemic. Yes. <laughs> but like, what's the first thing that you see yourself doing as soon as things can get somewhat, somewhat to normal? Uh, I think and this I could want- be anything. <laughs> I think I want to go to Mexico and see my grandma and give her a big yeah. hug. And my aunts, I haven't gone in like since I started nursing. So it's about to be two mm-hmm. years wow. and just have everyone get together. Because, have a family reunion. <laughs> yes, have a family reunion. I think that's the, the thing I'm most excited about doing. Yeah. I think so too. I know I haven't seen um, a lot of family like in in a long time, months, over over a year maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's definitely hard on a lot of people not being able to see their loved ones. I know my um, grandparents actually just got vaccinated, and oh. which was really surprising because they're both in like my grandpa's eighty one, my grandma's in her seventies, and they've never gotten the flu shot in their life they they don't really uh-huh. they they don't really like believe in getting vaccines really but mm-hmm. they decided to go ahead and get it this time um and i like i really see the change and i'm really happy that they were able to like make that decision and you know believe in science yeah. <laughs> so yeah and so it, it makes me happy to see that and hopefully um we'll be able to see our families really soon but mm-hmm. um last question I wanted to ask you was, do you have any words of wisdom for anyone that is following the same path as you into nursing? Um, And if so, what would that be? Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. Hmm. Because I... That's a word right there. Yes. (laughs) You know, if I always say, if I can do it, you can do it because I really don't consider myself very smart. I just consider myself a hard worker, you know? I feel the same about myself. Like I say that all the time. (laughs) Right? I think that's what it takes, right? Mm Because I feel like our brain, you know, God has made us with a brain that can develop so much. So I feel like you just got to put in that work and just trust God. Like, doesn't matter what anyone says, they're not you. They don't mm-hmm. know, you know, what you've been through, your relationship with Christ. You can keep, you can push through and keep doing it. I had a lot of people tell me, oh, maybe you don't have what it takes. And mm. I've got to do a lot, a lot in my field that I didn't think I would be able to do. Yeah. Look at you now. She's like, she's like mama, I made it. <laughs> I made it. Yes. yes. <laughs> wow. I'm still good, but yeah. 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 That's, that's the, if I was still in nursing school and I had I wish I had someone there to tell me that when I was Mm -hmm. doing it so yeah yeah, that's great advice to hear. Um, and I hope everyone is taking their notes from Leslie. She <laughs> is dropping gems. And so um, first off, I just want to say thank you so much again for coming on to the podcast. I really enjoyed hearing about your experiences. Um, and hopefully we we can continue to get updates, up, updates from Leslie. Sorry, I'm getting tongue tied <laughs> on like her life and like what her career is like. And so um, I definitely know that there's going to be a lot of people who will really enjoy and benefit from hearing your experience um, and will help motivate them and keep them on this path. So thank you so much. Thank you, Unique. I really enjoyed this. I'm so happy for you. I love this podcast that you're doing. Thank you. I can't wait to hear more once you're a doctor. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna try to keep it up. So (laughs) yes, you got it.